Hello family, this is In Christ Alone, your word break for today. It's a new week. Indeed, it's a new month, the month of April 2022. And as always, I want to take this opportunity to encourage you that you know, as the month begins and you look back at your goals and your dreams and your desires and the prayers you have prayed, I want you to do one thing, to hold on to God to hold on to God you know be blinded to all the doubts and the fears and the things you see around you that want to tell you that it's not possible that it cannot happen just remember what the Word of God says that he will perfect that which concerns you if he has started something he's the author he's a perfecter, and he shall perfect it concerning your life this week I want to talk about the Holy Spirit I want to talk about the experience in the Holy Spirit you know the Holy Spirit is God he is God that we are relating to now in this dispensation. That is how God is relating to us. That is the, our experience in God is the experience in the Holy Spirit. I even like to say, and I believe strongly, that our salvation is because the Holy Spirit you know, we are, has interacted with our spirits. We know that the man that is not in Christ, the man that has not received Christ, is spiritually dead. Spiritually dead because he, his spirit is not alive. But the man that has received Christ has received his way, the new life, the God kind of life. That God kind of life is received because the spirit, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of life comes into our lives. He brings that life. And so the Bible calls him the seal of our salvation. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13, he's the seal. The seal means that the mark of authenticity. When one has the Holy Spirit in him, it is the mark that the person has become a believer. All right. And so it is important we understand the experience in him. And the Bible you know, points us to different kinds of experiences that we can have with God through the Holy Spirit. And those are the ones, I want to pick three of them this week. Today, I want to talk about the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Of course, we commonly say that grace, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. We talk about that. That fellowship of the Holy Spirit, I believe, is one of the experiences that we must, you know, have as believers. As we have the Holy Spirit, we must be experiencing the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. What is the fellowship of the Holy Spirit? It refers to a certain communion we must be having with the Holy Spirit, a certain partnership. Now, the word that explains uh, or is explained to mean fellowship is a Greek word koinonia. Koinonia means that partnership between two people, a group of people, that interaction, that communion between groups of people. And so we see that the fellowship of the Holy Spirit refers to our relationship with God, refers to our active participatory communion and relationship with the Holy Spirit. If we have the Holy Spirit, like I've, I've explained from the beginning, that He's the seal of our salvation, He has come into our lives and has brought life into our lives, then we must have an active participatory relationship with the Holy Spirit. You know, God's intention has been consistent right from the beginning. His desire is that He would have a relationship with man. The Bible tells us that He created us for His pleasure. The Bible tells us, in Exodus chapter 25 verse 8 the command he gave to Moses was that the people should build him a sanctuary a temple that he may dwell among us that he may dwell among us 
Indeed, even in Revelations at the end, when the New Jerusalem descends, the vision that Apostle John saw was that the Bible says that the declaration in heaven was that the tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people. You know, so God's intention is always to have a relationship with us, his people. That's what God desires. And right now, in this day and in this age, God is fulfilling that. God fulfills that through the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, our personal active relationship with the Holy Spirit. And that is why the Holy Spirit in the scriptures is given attributes of a personality, not an attribute, not attributes of, you know, inanimate things or an inanimate thing an attribute of a personality not even an attribute of an animal but an attribute of a personality because he is god the same god that from the beginning desired that we should build him a temple that he would dwell with us the same god that from the beginning desired that he would create us for his good pleasure the same god that bible says that his tabernacle is with men that is the holy spirit so he desired a relationship with us by the fellowship of the holy spirit and that's why he's given personality attributes the bible uses the pronoun he or him the bible says that when the spirit of truth comes he will lead us into all truth the bible says he teaches the personality attribute that he teaches he speaks the spirit and the bride the spirit the spirit and the bride say come so he teaches all right the bible gives him personality attributes for example we know in ephesians chapter 4 verse 30 that we should, bible says that and do not grieve the holy spirit by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption a personality attribute means he can be grieved so we see that god desires that we he will have a relationship with us he's fulfilling that in this day and age with his people through the fellowship of the holy spirit communion with the holy spirit and active participation and i'm saying that the fact that the truth that in the scriptures the holy spirit is given personality attributes he speaks he teaches he is a he not an it you know he can be grieved these prove that the holy spirit is a person that we must relate to you see this is how i explain it if i should enter a room and everything in the room is inanimate everything in the room is not in personality maybe there's a table there's a chair there's a bed there's a computer all these things are there what happens is that i will not have any interaction with these things i cannot speak to these things but if there's a human being in the room at least i'll say hello to the person i'll probably strike a conversation how much more if this human being is a person that i have a covenant with is a person that i have a friendship with is a person that i have a relationship with somebody that is likened to my spouse obviously i'm going to have a very deep interpersonal conversation a certain deep communion with the person so when we are aware when we are conscious of the truth that one god desires a relationship with us two god is with us as his spirit and the holy spirit is a person with personality attributes our response is one and only one thing to actively have a personal relationship with him to talk to him to listen to him to commune with him you know if a believer does not have time special times when he's communing with this person you're in a relationship with call the holy spirit talking to him listening to him then you are missing out of the 
fellowship of the Holy Spirit, which is a key part in this Holy Spirit experience. So this is what I want to share with us. And the more I'll share concerning the Holy Spirit experience. But I encourage you today, walk in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Commune with the Holy Spirit. Be intimate with the Holy Spirit. And you see that God will, you'd experience God in a very unique way. I wish you a wonderful week. God bless you. Thank you.